This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, a Serbian film. Not all films have a happy ending. I'm glad you went with that tagline. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm a Balkan sex god. Don't say. Also, did. I'm Troy. Troy! <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Ed. Troy! <laughs> when we watched the Serbian film. Unfortunately. Uh, I mean, As suggested by uh, yep. supposed alleged real cousin Brett Sontag, two-legged bringer of destruction. I often just refer to him as cousin Brett. Yes, but yeah. we use his full title in this podcast. Yeah, he earned that. Yep, he gave us those what like sixteen movies to watch. One of them was a Serbian film. Boy, it sure was, and that's the one that we watched this evening. Mm-hmm. So, Ginning, yep. John Amplis, all that so stuff. Lee Club Filth. Yeah. So, where do we start? The beginning? Well, obviously, we, Read your book. we start with porn. Quit your stalling. Indeed we do. Yep, there's some kid watching porn on the couch. Yeah. Not, not just, just porn. porn. Yeah, his dad's porn with his porn. father in it. And not, yeah, not his dad's porn. Not like that he has, well, he has it, but that it's also starring. Be. Yes. So, yes. So, you know, that kid's going to grow up to be totally well-adjusted. Nah, he'll be fine. He'll probably probably get a good job. Yeah, nothing, nothing bad's going to happen to that kid. No, That's not, not scarring. Good. No damage done. Yeah, that's that's the best thing that happened. Yep, the best thing that happened so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh turns out his dad... Uh, discount David Spade. <laughs> Larry Spade, I think we were calling him. Yeah, David Spade's idiot cousin Larry Spade. Yeah. He, uh, he used to be a porn star... And he, we uh, saw that earlier when his child was sitting on the couch watching, oh, don't forget the whiskey bottle. Mm-hmm. And his open whiskey bottle sitting on the table all of a sudden watched the porn that he was in. Fine. Well, the kid didn't have any whiskey, so it was fine. He didn't see it. Yeah. He did not not have it. But he uh, he used to be the best. Top, yeah. top of his field. The best porner. Is that right? Yeah, he porned the hell out of it. He's a porner. Top but 10%. now he's retired. Nah, the the wife is uh concerned about their finances a little bit. He ain't getting that porn money. Yeah, cause she what she does like translations. Yeah, translating ain't porning. Nope. It's it's weird that translating pays less than porning, but that's the way the world works. Fair enough. 
It's horse shit. <laughs> I mean, Brett's been translating for years and still hasn't made one porn's worth of money. I translate Chris's secret language. Yep. See? Yep. <laughs> anyway. That's a positive response. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah. like an and so, angry, he angry says, frog with an upper problem. Yeah. So Larry's <laughs> Larry's <laughs> that uh he's got an old colleague who has a job offer for him. So oh. he's gonna go meet her. Yeah. Nick or whatever. One oh, one la- other guy. One last score and then he's out of the game. Yeah. One last job, but he's out of the game for good. That, that always works out well. Yeah. Last day before retirement. He thought he was out, but instead they, they're going to have him put it in. <laughs> in. I don't get it. I was going to make the joke, but then Troy made the joke, so here we are. And, uh... Read your book! This this isn't just a, a porn movie. It's uh, art, man. And they need him involved because he's the... I don't know, Best Pablo porn. Picasso of porning. He's good at porning. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's on top porn. He won like three seasons of it. Yeah. Top bottom porn. That's well, different. I mean, maybe. We don't know. I mean. Yet. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. So he's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll agree to meet with your uh, mystery benefactor. And then his brother shows up, who is a a cop, a bad cop, I guess. Yeah, definitely a cop on the take. Now, the funny thing in that scene though was she get so his his former colleague gives him a teddy bear for his son, which is a white teddy bear with a black vest. And then his brother walks up wearing a white suit with a black shirt. And I just could not stop seeing like they're like they had this they were the same. Only one was a teddy bear and one was a, a dirty cop. I didn't notice any of that. Chris said something about bondage bear. Yeah. Well the bear had the the same outfit. It was more of a harness. Teddy it was uh what Teddy restrain him? It was yeah. naughty and in need of some discipline. Mm-hmm. So uh, tape and it's like spank me, spank me. The safe word is artichoke. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. Now get back to your buck. So uh, he heads up to meet the uh, mysterious benefactor, and uh, he lays it out to him. You know, this is a new, this is new kind of porn, man. This is future porn. This ain't, this ain't your daddy's porn, man. It's wild, dog. It's gonna blow your mind. Buck nutty. It's gonna and fuck people's brains the way that Larry Spade fucks people on camera. Their vaginas. Yeah. And uh, right, that part right was in the brain vagina. And the guy refuses to tell him. What the, uh... The details of the job. Yeah, he's just like, nope, you gotta go in blind. He just gives him the... He just tells him how big the the money check will be. Yep. Apparently it's like, you know, like novelty check size big. Yeah, there's a comptroller and everything. It's wild. Although he does blow smoke up uh, Larry Spade's ass, though, 
by calling him a Balkan sex god and the Nikola Tesla of fornication. Yeah. He's apparently legendary for his ability to just get erections. Like, what's his mind? I don't really understand what they were going on about. He's the fastest erector. Yeah. Yeah. He's the fastest guy. He's got the fastest draw in the East. Not the West, though. Well, no, because it's Serbia. Ah. I don't know. So, uh, he's heads home, tells his wife, like, I don't know, man, this is kind of sketchy, but also, uh... We'll be set for life. So much money. Yeah. And she's like, you know, like, you should do it. Also, can you, like, just fuck me the way you fuck women in the movies? Why haven't you ever done that before? Yeah. I I love you, I fuck them. And she's like, why can't you do both to me? (laughs) Yeah. And then he proceeds to pound her out like a campfire. (laughs) Okay. Classy. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Uh, I've been saving that. I probably shouldn't have said it, but it fucked Troy up, so that's what I was really going for. <laughs> the campfire bit still gets me. Yep. Go ahead, Chris. Read your book, please. So he draws her like one of his French women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suppose that's a classier way to say it. <laughs> So yeah, he heads to the first day of shooting. He gets picked up by uh, Oakley's. Oh yeah, with Oakley's neck tattoo. (laughs) That was like a real movie film. Yeah. Real. Okay. They give him like a little wireless earpiece thing, because that's how the director is going to direct him. It looked too pointy to go in the ear. They give him an AirPod. Yeah. And then he arrives at the filming location for the first day. You know, the fucking orphanage. So we're off to a good start there. Yes. Yep, and he is uh, being filmed by what looks to be prison guards, like riot gear. Yeah, the <laughs> cops. Yeah. Something. Riot cops. Yeah, riot cops. Yeah, Chris, so- riot cops. You're way off the mark. And the first thing that he encounters is like this girl on the stairs, and I was, I was like, oh god, they're gonna have him like. There's visibly, like obviously, twelve-year-old girl, girl on the stairs. But and I was don't. like, man, this sucks. They they don't have him fuck her, so I guess as a check in the plus column for this. The movie. mom came out with the bin, was pretty pissed off that the little girl was there, so I kind of felt a little bit better about it for a few seconds until seconds later. Yeah. And I guess the 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 kid's mom, her husband died, but it was like a war hero or some shit. Yeah, something like that. I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. And I think and from the expression on Larry Spade's face, he couldn't really figure out what was going on either. Yeah. At least he looked properly shocked and horrified. Did have the appropriate response. He did. I wasn't too mad at that guy. He was appalled by everything, so. So, uh. So they drag out, but they take her, like, the girl's mom, and they, like, drag her off somewhere? Yeah. 
And then they take him to Bye. some kind of dark room with a couple of monitors. And yeah. some lady fillets it's him. It's the mom. It's the mom. Is it the mom? Yeah. I don't recall. Yeah, so she she blows him while they're showing him a video of the girl eating a like ice cream sandwich thing on a stick and some other video of her just like guess smiling or something. And No thank you. Yeah, it's really disturbing. Yeah. Uh, the imagery juxtaposed with the blowjob is not the this the savoriest thing ever shown on film. No thank you. Yeah. But he eventually completes his job and then they take him back home. Ah, that scene's over. <laughs> yeah, and old Larry, he's like, huh, I don't, uh, I don't know if I like how this is playing out. Yeah, this is a little weird for me. This doesn't seem quite right. So, uh, he goes in the next day to work and finds the, uh, filmmaker guy who, uh, well, first he calls up his brother and says, hey, run this guy, the filmmaker guy. And turns out he's like a child psychologist and worked in television and state security or something. And his first name is the same as his last name? Yeah. Like Chris. He goes by Chris Chris. Totally real legitimate identity. Yeah. And he's, uh... I've never heard Chris not introduce himself as Chris Chris. Yeah, that happens like, a lot. Hello, I'm Chris Chris. Like, oh, like, oh, Mr. Chris. No, that's my father, Mr. Chris. <laughs> they call me Chris Chris. <laughs> and he's he's like, nah, I'm out, man. Like, this is weird. This is why I was saying, tell me what this is about before I agreed to it. Uh, I don't agree with this anymore because it's bad. And filmmakers like, well... Look, this is a whole new thing, man. This is this is the wave of the future. Here, check out this uh, this thing we filmed already. Maybe this will help. Oh, we did skip over one day's shoot where, like, he's like getting filleted by the the mom again. Only like she is crying during it. And then he's kind of like, I'm not really into this because she doesn't want to be doing this. And then one of the guards comes behind him and, like, does he put his gun to his head? No, he puts he's, him in, like, a chokehold kind of a thing. A, yeah. Puts him in a chokehold Sleeper and his mom, like, bites his dick. Yep. Chomps it. And, and they're like, nope, you're going to finish. And so he finishes uh, while she cries. So, eh. Yeah. You? <laughs> I mean, there I weren't any to... children involved. So, yeah, this time I was, it wasn't like and, good, but it wasn't and insanely that's appalling. That's, that's the, the part of the job that made him said, no, 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 I'm out. Like, yeah. This is, no. So he's, he, to sweeten the pot, the filmmaker guy shows him uh, one of his earlier works. Ugh. Yeah, 
which I apologize. Come on, to man, push through this narrative. The entire world. Yeah, just just push it out, Chris. Ugh. Okay. I here, I I won't give you any shit. You do whatever it is that you have to do, and then I will react accordingly. I need to have more alcohol first. Bear down. Ugh. Not helpful. Like, do you need a fresh one? <laughs> yeah, I mean. So anyway, you don't not. Yeah. So there's there's a lady, and she's given birth. When a uh, Doctor Tidy Whitey shows up, Doctor Tidy Whitey's wife beat her Oakley's neck tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. And and he helps out, and you know helps birth the baby, slaps it on the butt, wakes it up, all that jazz. Then uh, you know he had sex with he it. Fucks it. Yeah. He fucks it. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. It's uh, a new genre, filmmaker exclaims. Newborn porn. And for some amazing reason, Larry Spade's like, that didn't help. Yeah, boy, (laughs) on a scale of one to that's not helping. If I wasn't sold before, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And he's always like, nope, I am 100% out. Not cool, man. Yeah. But it turns out that they have uh, been drugging him as he was there drinking his delicious liquors. Yes. With the... Full Viagra. Yeah. Yep. And speed. Yeah, which... Really, really fast Full Viagra. It apparently just makes you uh, just a a fuck monster. Well, someone refers to it as fuck dope in the movie. But then he wakes up in his house three days later. Oh, no, no, no. He drives home. So he's he's driving home. Yeah. And he stops at a stop sign and then out walks sexy doctor that yeah. he met earlier. And he starts rubbing himself and then she comes over to the car and sticks her chest through the window and then starts rubbing him and then he wakes up in his bed three days later. Yeah. And he's uh he's bloodied up a little bit. There's blood in the bed, and he's like, "Uh-oh, this ain't this ain't what normally happens when I wake up." Like this is going to now be the worst episode of The Hangover. <laughs> Too much blood. Yeah. So, uh, he realizes that he's got old uh, Oakley's car. Mm-hmm. So he hops in, and he doesn't really remember anything. So he heads back to the uh, filmmaker's estate, presumably to go, hey, why'd you drug me with that boner stuff? Boner speed. Speed boners. I was waiting. I wasn't sure if I should say boner speed or speed boners. But me and Troy, we worked it out. We're a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Not like Chris. Chris is a bad team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the team police are coming to arrest him right now. Because he's just the one guy. He's a bad team. The team police. That's a good song. World America. <laughs> yep. And so he gets in, she goes, starts walking to the house, can't find filmmaker, but he yeah. can find a room that jogs his memory. The old memory jogging room. Yeah, and the memories are just coming back in spurts. Yeah, violent outburst montages. 
That's a good word for this in this episode, yeah. Brett. Thank you for using that one. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I made a bad. Joke. It was a Freudian slip because I don't think you did that as a joke. <laughs> the world shall never know. So he uh he heads to the. I am pretty all over the place. Meeting room, I guess, and finds the camera and a bunch of cassettes. So he starts some watching. Got dicks drawn on them. Yeah, some have dicks. Some do not have dicks. So he starts watching them to try to piece together what happened. And one of them uh, is an unrelated donkey show. Oh, that was the chick that got him into this whole situation. Because she tried to talk him into staying with the filmmaker because he's so great. And she's like, at least you don't have to suck a donkey's dick. And he's like, that might be better than what I'm doing. Yeah. And I guess kudos to this movie for one thing. And that's the odd sigh of relief I had when I said to myself, oh, it's just a donkey show. Yep. (laughs) Okay. We can relax for a a few seconds. So uh, he... uh, just shakes your head to the donkey, and we're good to go. We're on to the next scene. That's normal. That's fine. Yeah. If I saw that on the way home tonight, I would be fine. I mean, it was good enough for Tom Hanks. It's good enough for us. Tim Honks. So he uh he finds the tapes. He starts watching them. Uh, luckily, keeps finding them unlabeled in chronological order, so that's helpful. Yep. Uh, grabs them all and heads to the woods. Like you do. Well, he has one flashback in the building because he f- comes across. Well, okay, he finds uh-huh. this room. <laughs> okay, good save. <laughs> and uh, there's a bed on there with blood, and there's blood on the wall. And he flashes back to the mom being handcuffed to the bed, face down, and they hop him up on fuck dope, and then tell him to to go at it so he's you know doggy with her then they hand him a machete and tell him what a terrible mom he's been to that girl and he cuts her head off with the machete yeah in a pretty gory shot those spine punches were pretty wild yeah like they have her hit him first and so like he doesn't like donkey punch in the back of the head he just starts like punching her like C seven vertebrae. Yeah, it's like it's weirdly brutal. Yep. And then the, sure then, was. She cuts, then, he, then he cuts her head off, and it gets even more brutal. I like death metal, and I like you know that's brutal, but that's just that's uh that's unpleasant to watch. And then flash, and then they flash, then they go back to current time, and he vomits because of, for some reason he didn't really enjoy that experience. Hmm. Shocking. Weird. What a city. Then he runs off to the woods with the tapes. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Why are you always trying to run off with the woods to the tapes too early? And then um, he sees footage of one of the guard guys uh, sodomizing him. Yeah, me. Yeah. Because reasons. For Did he had him or something? Cinema, I guess. I don't know. That yeah. seemed to be the... The reason filmmaker gives for all of this is it's, it's for art. the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> That's art. That's art. And then he uh he sees some footage of his friend that got uh got him into this whole thing 
saying, you know, shit has gone too far. Like, I I didn't get him signed up in all this so you could dope him up and have him some kind of murder sex robot. So I'm out. I'm taking him with me. And then uh, we cut to her uh, chained up in a basement all bloodied up. Like a tiled room. Yeah. And uh, and there's, got... there's a bunch of teeth on the ground in front of her. Mm-hmm. And then in walks white hooded guy. What did we call that guy at the end? Oh. We said something. Mr. Bill? Masky? I don't recall. Oh, Mr. Uh, Bill? Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) I said that a lot during this movie. Uh, Yeah, so Mr. Bill uh, proceeds to get a gum job from her. Yikes. And then, um, because she ain't got no teeth no more. Mr. Sluggo. He's going to be mean uh, to me. Then pinches her nose shut while he's inside of her mouth so that she can't breathe and suffocates and dies. Yeah. A death job. Yes. And then uh, more footage. Yes, I don't remember what's next. What's your book say, Chris? Uh, I now, tried to block it out. Now we're at uh, the girl's house. Oh, with the grandma or the yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, was a, oh, God. It looks like a fever dream. This is like honestly like one of the worst parts to me. It was pretty rough. Yeah. For reasons that will become obvious soon. <laughs> and Grandma's like uh, really bummed out about how her dad died before he could uh, make her a woman, I believe, is how she phrases it. Yeah, because, or yeah, her virgin communion. Yeah. And, and uh. Because she's like, my dad did it for me. And yeah, now you're gonna have to do it for her, and he's like, "Uh, fuck no." Yeah, and then in in fairness, he does probably the only thing he could think to do, and he takes his dick hostage. Yeah, <laughs> did he yeah. took his own dick hostage? Yeah. Just to be clear, it wasn't him holding a knife to his dick's throat that disturbed me. It was the whole bit that led up to that. Yeah. And in what is probably, and it has to be unintentionally funny, but he holds a knife to his dick, threatens to cut his dick off, and then just jumps out a window. <laughs> which, I don't know why, but it was fucking hilarious. It was a well-needed laugh at that point in the movie. A little bit of levity. It was a tension breaker. It needed to be done. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh... Relax a little bit. He's now run off into the night. And he uh he goes and calls his brother after having a freak out in a convenience store where he stole something. I don't know what. Postcards. Yeah, it was weird. Always be stealing oh, no. them postcards. Oh, no. I bet they were. I bet they were phone cards. Because he calls his brother on a payphone. Mm. And he's like, "Hey, man, I'm down here at whatever Serbian word I can't pronounce street." Too many S's and R's and not enough vowels. Shopska Street, number seven. Yeah. And then uh, he sees a couple of dudes yelling at some girl across the street. And uh, he's real... Like, 
you're dressed like a whore. Why can't we fuck you? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, uh, I don't feel like I need to explain that, guys. Yeah, like this is the, the 2010s or the late 20 knots. 2010 on the nose, according to IMDb. And uh, Larry's like, well, any port in a storm and starts jerking it in the alleyway. Then them guys come up and start kicking the shit out of him. That was pretty funny. Yeah, because like, oh man, you're disgusting that you're like jerking off to this and that completely during the fact that they were, you know, harassing an underage girl. Yeah. And uh, as they're kicking the crap out of him, the film team shows up and grabs him. And kills the two guys. Yeah. They're interfering with their art. He definitely, uh, old Oakley's gives them the ninja neck snap. Yep. Yeah. And they uh, take him to abandoned warehouse. And the whole time, he's we're like cutting back and forth to him going to these places in the now time. Yeah, like he he walks by the the house, the girl's house, and she's just like, like I don't know, like getting water from a pump or collecting the laundry or something outside. And just your kind of laundry pump. Yeah, collecting laundry from the laundry pump. Yeah. Uh, where, else, yeah. where else are you going to get your laundry from? Fresh laundry. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wanders by the store and like looks in the alley where he had been huddling before he started getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, and now he's at the warehouse where he recalls being at the warehouse. Yep, and he's like chained to a bed. And then sexy doctor shows up and like gives him an injection and then he gives her an injection. And by me giving her injection, he grabs a needle and jams it in her neck. Yeah. Yeah. Not like the injection he's been giving everyone else. No, there's no, neither heat nor meat involved in that one. Yikes. Mm -hmm. And then he, uh, he tries to run off, but he gets grabbed by the security guys. Airmen. And they, uh... They're just regular old camera guys, Chris. Ain't you never seen one? Uh, no. I guess not. Uh, These are regular ones. I'm pretty sure Chris has seen a cameraman. No comment. I mean, you were in, you were in a movie, Chris. <laughs> True. I was in a movie. <laughs> pretty sure you've seen Maybe a cameraman. Maybe you have. <laughs> Maybe I've never seen a cameraman. <laughs> Maybe I'm insecure about it. Okay, sorry. We all can't be uh, seasoned thespians like I am. You have had several <laughs> starring roles in that one movie. Yeah, you might remember me as that guy's <laughs> arm you can see for 30 seconds. Uh, That's my defining role. It's true. He has the he's back, got a, back of a head in the business. He's got a still shot of his scene all framed up in the living room. Yep. Yeah, what's some guy See that says, hey, blur kid, right there by that green patch? That was me. Yes. <laughs> you see that slight different color on the very edge of the frame? That's me. <laughs> discoloration? That's me. You're a discoloration. Yeah. Well, at least I have an IMDb credit. It's true. A slight discoloration. <laughs> Chris Reynolds. <laughs> Uh, the color he's the color out of frame. Mostly known for. Somewhere between gray and brown. 
So anyway. And so he's all hopped up on the fuck dope now. And they're getting ready to point him towards the, the bed. And then in walks the doc, sexy doctor who apparently has been putting a pipe to her plumbing in a bloody mess. Yeah. She was rubbing one in. Yeah. Very aggressively. So they stop her. Did they kill her? I don't even remember if they killed her. She just kind of falls out. She just kind of fell over because all of her insides were out of her now. Yeah, well, you know, you can't wear everything on the outside. Uh, And then... You know what they they say, if you jam a lead pipe into yourself too much, your guts are going to fall out. Yeah. I mean, your gutty works should remain inside you, not outside you. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. We're all in agreement. Yes. Uh-huh. And they point him toward the bed that's got two figures on it, and he. I'll let Chris continue this one. Oh, good, thanks. Yeah, thanks come on, for read that. your book, narratives and such. <laughs> so, don't you wish I could do this? Drink a little more. Yeah, I'm gonna. I've been helping Chris out this episode. It's fine. That's true. I've been trying. There's two sets of footsteps in the sand. I haven't been too upsetting. Because Troy has been carrying me. The other one is Brett. Yeah, the other one's Brett just slumming it behind us. I'm a drag mark. Ten paces, yelling at (laughs) Driftwood for something. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, on the bed, because Chris is going to... The real wild card I am. So they're at the the bed, and uh, old uh, Larry's full of fuck dope, and he just starts uh, going to town on the, uh, the larger of the two covered bodies. No. So uh he's he's doing that. He uh finishes up or gets tired and switches over to the smaller one. Yep. one and the that's the point where everyone goes, Oh, oh. everybody watching the movie oh, goes thank oh, you. no. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Thank you. And then Mask Guy shows up and uh And they do and they go to the trouble of making it obvious that it's hard for him to get in. Yeah, that was bad. That was an, a touch, or that was a detail that didn't need to be in there, but I guess was a kind of storytelling. That's what we get from Cinema. the uncut version. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then, then Mr. Bill shows up. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Bill takes over on the, uh, larger, the larger one. And... Uh, the filmmaker is like, ha ha, excellent. Now that's it's time. Our, that's art, film, art, art, film, film. cinema, film, art, film. art, film, art, cinema. Cinema fart. Cinema fart. Cinema farts. Cinema farts. <laughs> and he, uh, he pulls off the mask. Mask on. Now the mask's off. Yeah. And turns out it's a uh, brother. Yeah. He was probably fucking a mascot at that point. Yeah. Violent purpose. Yeah. Gang, He could barely move. That's a match soft by the future, by the way. Yeah. And uh, so the filmmaker also unmasks. I like that song because it's got a flute. The uh, the two people on the uh, bed and Wait, two. I just the most disturbing part of this is Brett just said he likes Jethro Tull. Excuse me. No, I said I like that song because there's a flute. I was talking about mask off by future. 
First of all, but what's wrong with Aqualung? Features a flute quite heavily in their music. Yeah. The hell's going on? <laughs> Jethro Tull's fine. Don't worry to about figure it. Out. Like, I didn't expect you to be a big Jethro Tull fan. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to the movie. Okay. Thank you. So the filmmaker unmasks everybody. Everybody can calm down. Mr. Bill is the brother. Oh, no! And to the uh, not surprise, but the confirmation of how unpleasant this all is. You're Mr. Sluggo. <laughs> it turns out that the larger one is his wife, Larry's wife, who, and the smaller one. The, the brother had a fixation about, so yeah, that was, yeah. And the smaller one is uh, Larry's son. Of course. Yeah. No, thank you. Yes. And, um, needless to say, Larry, don't take this shit real great. Not into yeah. it, Larry wasn't. And all hell breaks loose. Yep. Right. He Does he kill the brother? Uh, no, Larry jumps on the filmmaker... Pounds the yeah. filmmaker's head into the concrete for a while. Bites out a big oh, yeah. piece of his neck. Larry's wife uh, gets the his brother's head with like a drum or something like a. Well, first drum. she uh, bites his throat out. Yeah. And then beats him to death with some kind of like statue. Yeah. Uh, the guards try to stop all this. And don't worry, in case you were curious, the filmmaker guy, yeah, he's still prattling on about cinema and art. and Yeah, well, he's like, well his brain is leaking out onto the concrete. Huh. He's like, art! Yeah. Cinema art, art, cinema film, film, art, cinema porn, art film. If he was in, like, a science fiction movie, he'd be on science! Yeah. And, uh, so the guards try to stop him. Larry gets one of their guns and just starts unloading into anybody who's moving still. Yeah. Takes out two of the two security cameramen. And then Oakley comes at him and he drops a couple of him, but Oakley just keeps on coming. I mean, keeps approaching him. Yeah. I really have to watch my link. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, challenging for certain. So Oakley, uh, this is hard to get into. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well played. Sorry. <clears throat> I should have said with all due respect first, right? <laughs> yeah. It's everything better. Yeah. Uh, that was bad what I've that's... done. Go ahead, Chris. So, uh, you guys baited me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, trying to compensate with humor. Yeah. yeah. You're definitely doing something. <laughs> so, uh, Larry manages to choke out Oakley, knocks off his glasses. Turns out he's got, like, a fucked up eye. That was his weakness. He had to knock off them Oakleys. Yeah, the driver. Yeah. Had one eye. Yeah. Had no depth perception whatsoever. <laughs> Not a very good driver. Around. I always drive with one eye closed. I mean, do you get to pay him less? I don't know. I don't know. And then, uh... He puts his, like, thumb in his other eye. 
Well, yeah, that don't, that ain't all he puts in his eye. Fuck you, good eye. Wait, yes, fuck you, good eye. Skull fucking this movie. <laughs> yeah. And he literally skull fucks him to death. I was okay with that part. That says things uh, that about you. That guy fucked a newborn baby, so I was okay with that part. Okay, I guess. I guess at this point, it is a matter of degrees. It really is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we probably shouldn't shit be was, measuring these things. Shit was wild. I will give you that. But after with everything that's been said and done in that movie, that was fine. Yeah. And so he collects his family. Uh, goes and hides them in a room somewhere and drives off. Yeah. He goes home and then passes out. Yeah, and drinks a whole bunch of Jack Daniels. Tries to shoot himself, but the gun ain't got no bullets. Yep. And then he... And then he wakes up three days later. Yeah. And goes through all this. And then he's like, oh, my family's still in a room somewhere. I should go see if they're okay. Yeah. So he uh he goes and collects everybody. They head home. They all take a shower. Ain't no shower fixing that shit, but yeah, he does have a shower cry in this movie, though. Yeah, I mean it's been a while since we've had a shower cry in a movie. I'm gonna have one later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, they kind of decide that, you know. Well, they. There's these scenes of, like, domestic life, but everything is really muted and turned down, and, like, the kid just kind of just stares blankly most of the time. The mother's kind of, like, just not in, doesn't have her heart in anything, and he just kind of drinks a lot and looks sad. And so she hands him the gun. Yeah. So they they all take themselves a nice little family lay down in the bed. And uh, Larry, uh, you know, puts the gun up to wife's back, and uh, it's Larry, kid, wife, puts the gun to wife's back, and then shoots through all, all of them. Yeah. He, he uh, last crusades them. Yeah. I said something about the mist. Yep. And then uh, camera pulls back, and who's in the room? A couple of security guys and some other... Fucking jerk ass. And the one guy's going to take his dick out. He had a quick cameo earlier on in the movie, like walking out of the filmmaker's house, but that was it. Yeah. And uh, he says, start with the little one. As, yeah, one of the security guys, like, whips his dick out. Yeah. The end. Oh, thank you. But it's over now. Although, and then there's a song over the credits called Balkan Sex God. Mm-hmm. So, Hotlanta. Yes, Christabel Aloysius. What do you think about all this? Well, I didn't care for about 95% of this movie. Uh, it was shot well enough. This guy obviously had, you know, like, nice cameras and money and all that stuff. The actors seem like they were competent actors, but when it gets down to, you know, like, raping newborns and uh, child pornography implications and, you know, sexual violence against children, I just really can't get into it or endorse this movie in any way. 
What's wrong with you, Brett? Not nearly enough, apparently, if this movie has an audience. <laughs> so, nah, I've been, I've known very little about, I, all I've known is that Chris doesn't want to see this movie. And that was enough for me to know that I didn't want to see this movie. And I would almost rather watch have watched Solo again. Solo was shitty. Ah, I see what you did. <laughs> Pun intended. Nah, I don't really get it. I don't understand the audience. I don't understand the need for raping newborn infants on screen. And, uh, you know, child rape and such. So, no, it's definitely a, a Nabra for me. Christabel Aloysius. Well, in fairness, it's not great. It is extremely competent technically. It sure is. It's, I mean, there is craft in this movie in a, in a way that's strange. There, the guy's obviously got a message. I don't know exactly what it is, except for what I've pieced together after watching it by reading other things to tell me what it was about. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, because it's it's absurd to a point. Like once they get to the point where he's drugged up with fucking fuck dope. Like Flockadil you're like oh. 2.0. You're like oh, electric flockadil. So none of this, none of this is rational or reasonable. This isn't real. This is all nonsense. It softens the blow a little bit when you get to go. Oh, okay. This guy's not a monster. He just got put in a shitty situation. Softens nothing. I definitely, you know... Well, I know the guy's not a bastard, but I'm still saying that guy not being a bastard doesn't mean I didn't just watch simulated newborn infant rape. Yeah. I'm not saying watch this with your grandma or anything. <laughs> you don't know my grandma. Ah, fair enough. Maybe watch it with Troy's grandma then. I don't know. Uh, good luck with that. I don't have any living ones anymore. Ah. Uh. Well, I guess I'll never know your grandma. Yeah. He's dead. Fair enough. I mean, if you know what this movie is all about by reputation of nothing else already, I feel like there's no need to say one way or another if you should or shouldn't watch it because you've either already seen it or you ain't never gonna. I mean, that's true. But people make us do things, so. Yeah. Oh, Cousin Brett. Supposed alleged real cousin Brett. He's still a good guy. I mean, it, I won't tell you to watch it or not watch it. I'll just say I don't think it's as like any movie that has this kind of cult around it. It's not as bad as people have have made it out to be. It ain't good. There are no uh, puppies or rainbows going on here. But it's not as If there was, terrible. I feel like the rainbows would be doing horrible things to the puppies. Yeah, they shoot them full of rainbow boner drugs. and Rainbow sodomy. So I don't know, man. I ain't going to recommend it, but I'm just going to say it, it, 
not as bad as I thought it would be. What do you say, Troy? Uh, I generally agree. I mean, at least this movie couches a lot of the really terrible things as this is terrible and shouldn't happen instead of like, it does not glorify any of the bad, bad shit that happens in the movie. It certainly like, doesn't. The newborn rape. Like, you're like, everybody's on the same page except for the one dude who's obviously fucking bug nutty crazy. Yeah, that filmmaker guy should have died a lot more violently. Newborn rape should not happen. So, you know, there's that, I guess. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think the only reason I would ever recommend this movie was to someone if they said, I don't know, I've watched a bunch of horror movies and nothing, like, like, nothing gets any kind of emotional response out of me anymore. I'd be like, okay, fine. Watch this movie. You'll have an emotional response. It's not going to be a good one, but you're going to have one. So I guess there's that. Um, yeah. Otherwise I think I generally agree with Chris. Like it's, it's well shot. The, um, I like that they, they take the agency away from the main character so that he is not the bad guy of the movie. Um, I like a nihilistic ending. So there's that, um, you know, like art guy just could fuck off 17 ways to Sunday. Um, but I mean, overall, I think this movie's trying to tell us that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Fair enough. I've been waiting well before it's prophetic in that way. Yes. So Chris, what are we watching next week? Well, we got a pretty good palate cleanser on the books with deathbed, the bed that eats. As suggested to us by Kylie in the Discord. I already like it. Mm Mm-hmm. So hot, Lena. Why? Why? It's not a Serbian film. So what if other people would like to recommend movies that may or may not make us feel bad? How would they do that? I suppose they'd let us know. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Via email, because we're Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. Slaughterhouse Princess is on Twitter. Reddit also contains Slaughterhouse Princess. You can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com for all your Slaughterhouse Princess, Slaughterhouse Princessing. You can go to store, Patreon, or. Discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Oh, we're involved with Google and YouTube and Stitcher and iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio. All that mess. MySpace. Okay. So come back for Deathbed, the bed that eats. And while our podcasts think about movies, we're going to drink instead of doing fuck dope about movies. Yep. Bye. You had me an animatronic T-Rex with a soul in it.